Greetings, Troma fans, and welcome to Troma After Dark. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by Troma Superfan producer Todd. Good evening. Todd, how goes it? All goes well. We get to talk some trauma. A little yes. bit uh little bit different than our other ones we've talked so far. Down south to Tromaville, man. Uh yeah, yeah. These ones don't get covered very often. In fact, uh there's uh, one of these that I barely even remember. I saw it I think once. So I'm curious uh, which one that is. Kind of cool to revisit these and uh this was okay so these are dvd only as of this recording and it was the southern southern god why am i having trouble with that southern fried comedy set as todd is holding up right now uh, and that's how you can find these uh, you never know maybe these will get a no can i show this cover now <laughs> Do I have to blur it yeah probably blur it youtube's weird Jesus. i don't know well then I'm yes. Well that was should again. That's what I have to blur. That's what you have to blur. So yeah, no. Well, I don't know. So basically you're never gonna get that Duke's retrospective. I don't I, <laughs> I know I'm gonna keep showing it even though I gotta blur it now. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, he's not censoring uh boobies right now, but uh yeah. YouTube's weird. You just gotta be careful, I suppose. Uh but yes, it is. Flesh Wound After Dark Trauma Edition. And uh, yeah, so these, like I said, these films get like no coverage. So I thought it was kind of an interesting pick and we'll jump right into it. So we're going to go oldest film to, uh, well, not newest. It's like 38 years old, but <laughs> old to, to newer. Order of release. There you go. Order of release. I just, you know, said it a different way, but that's what I meant. Order of release. And we'll kick it off with the 1971 film from director Albert T. And in this one, phony backwoods preacher Amos T. Huxley stays in a small North Carolina town long enough to fleece his congregation, swindle the prophets from a moonshine still, and seduce dumb blonde Mary Lou. Mary Lou's ex-boyfriend becomes suspicious of the preacher man and gets the local police to investigate his actions. All right, so uh, so I, I guess... We can qualify these all as sex comedies. That's you know enough, a big a big enough part of the plot that these would sort of fall under sex comedy, uh, the sex comedy banner. And See, I, I, I'm I'm closer to the. I think southern comedy is like right where it's at, like Smokey and the Bandit type stuff. Yeah, I yeah these. These could be sort of they're hick exploitation movies, yeah. is what they are. And there were quite a there were they're regional hick exploitation movies, and there were a lot of these. I mean, you had the uh, trucker movie craze as well, which a lot of those could also fall under hick exploitation. And uh, a lot of them were quite a bit of fun. So we'll see where we are here. So Preacher Man uh, was released. Uh, under i believe it was pa paragon put out the vhs back in the day uh became a trauma pickup at some point and just to talk a little bit 
about the cast, uh, which, uh, so smaller role here, but, and you may or may not know the name, H.G. Lewis fans might, uh, J.G. Patterson Jr., who plays Farley in this film. He was a really interesting character when it came to drive-in cinema. He he died, honestly, a long, long time ago, not too long after this film in 1975. Uh, he, he was an interesting character. He did makeup effects uh, on films like Three on a Meat Hook. Uh, he also was uh, an assistant producer for for hg lewis on the gruesome twosome he, uh he directed a lot of he direct well not a lot of films but he directed stuff like dr gore uh, also known as body shop which he also starred in uh, if you're a something weird video fan you definitely know this guy he, he was sort of a jack of all trades he was a magician he was a horror host on tv producer director actor uh he did the the bonkers regional horror flick the electric chair which i believe code red put on blu-ray uh years back uh he was in uh whiskey he acted in whiskey mountain for director william greffy uh a great box set out on him greffy or Greff, i always forget uh so he, he was somebody that, uh, you know, unfortunately passed very young, but left an interesting little mark. Uh, I wouldn't exactly say that Dr. Gore uh, or a, or Body Shop, as it was also put out under, uh, or some of these films are fantastic movies, but he was very distinct and interesting. So I would recommend diving into his catalog if you're a fan of, you know, names like al adamson or or andy milligan uh check out his short but fascinating little little run there uh so uh we also um in this one the director albert tviola also plays amos huxley and uh this this movie this movie is actually per- the tones, uh, this one's definitely a sex comedy, in my opinion. It really follows that template from beginning to end. We kick it off with the preacher uh, banging the sheriff's daughter in, <laughs> in the barn and kind of getting busted, leading to a Benny Hill-like uh, chase. And uh, <laughs> um, he, Albert T. Viola, the for a director acting in the movie he's actually pretty good uh, i think he he played the cd preacher man quite well these movies are kind of weird because by all accounts he's a piece of shit and i don't think he ever really <laughs> fully has a change in this movie but nonetheless uh you know uh i mean he he's a guy who like basically these movies are are very uh gonna be very offensive to modern audiences because there's a lot of humor centered on uh more intimate assault let's just say and uh so they may not hold up too well uh it, it very kind of kind of like you said southern fried sort of cornball humor at times that may not may not translate well now to a lot of modern audiences but like you said if you're into the exploitation genre 
I'm a big fan of movies like uh, The Dirty Mind of Young Sally or Country Cousins, which are much more uh, like graphic, softcore uh, exploitation films. I always really love those. If you're you're if you used to go and get the something weird video uh, DVDs or tapes from Borders back in the day, maybe you came across those. I think they're a lot of fun. Um, and uh, this one is. I enjoyed it. I'm not sure who I would recommend it to. It, it, it's a tough one. You really kind of have to be, I think, fairly deep into the exploitation subgenre to, to fully appreciate this. It's not a great film, but it's a really interesting lead performance. And uh, I found it amusing. I'll put it that way. A lot of the... Like I said, just everybody wants to bang Mary Lou, <laughs> and uh, uh, it's 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 a film that did well enough uh, regionally. I think uh, over the Carolinas and elsewhere that it did get a sequel in 1973 called Preacher Man Meets uh, Witter Woman. Uh, which I don't know. I don't. I have memory of this film. I don't have memory of the sequel. Yeah, look into that someday because I'm not, I'm not sure, and I don't think Troma ever distributed that. No. Okay, Todd's the authority on that one. Uh, so, yeah, what did you think, Todd? I I think this is worth checking out for a specific audience. <clears throat> yeah, it, it. I, you know, you nailed it. With I don't know who to recommend it to. I mean, besides you, um, <clears throat> this. This is like a pretty much a dead genre, so it's hard like to find new fans. But I think if you're a fan of cinema, it is like a by bygone era, and I think it's it's worth checking out. And um, I think this one, um, yeah, yeah, I, I get kind of stuck. Like where, like you said, who to recommend it to? I assume you hated the old, uh, I don't know, gospel music. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did that drive you crazy because there's a lot of it. <laughs> no, you know it's funny because I, I don't know. I, I I think I like this preacher man, so <laughs> it didn't bother me. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, there there are some laughs to be had. I I, I don't. Again, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, who who would who to recommend it to? But I think if if you're interested in some of the movies that I mentioned. I think it's worth a go. Uh, Eileen uh, Kristen, who played uh, Mary Lou in this, actually did go on to have a career in a lot of these regional films around this era. There's not a lot that really continued to work over the long haul, but she is still active uh, to this day, which I think is really cool. I believe this was her debut uh, film, but she did some soap work, uh, she was on TV shows like The Black Donnellys and uh, Unforgettable. Uh, so pretty, pretty. Uh, she was, uh, I think, in like Desperately Seeking Susan. Uh, okay. Pretty cool to come from this this tiny little regional film and being able to go on to to have some mainstream success. Uh, so I, I think for me, the the lead performance was memorable 
I kind of would have liked to have seen uh, Amos Huxley inserted into like a more traditional sex comedy uh, that because uh, uh, I, I do think the, the character was was pretty cool. It's kind of cool to have it from a uh, he's not really a preacher, but kind of like a preacher standpoint. I like that whole that whole gimmick. I would have liked to have seen what this concept looked like in the 80s. Uh, where you know sex comedies were really kind of hitting their stride, uh, but I always tell people to go back because the sex comedy genre didn't start with you know Porky's and Animal House. I love those films, but uh, you know go back and really dive into the uh, sex comedies in Italy from uh, Edwig Fenwick and people like that because um, <clears throat> there's a rich history that I think modern audiences are barely even familiar with uh so rating this one um i don't have anything bad to say about it i'm giving it a two and a half uh because again i think the appeal's a little bit more limited but nonetheless uh and you know there's some there's some nudity but i always like to throw it out there that's not if that's what you're looking for that's not uh, in abundance or anything but there is you know, full nudity in the film. So what say you, Todd? Maybe maybe we'll get Vinegar Syndrome to restore these at some point. I'd love to see him look even better. Um, on this one, I, I'm... Uh, yeah, it's hard. I was two and a half, three. It, it, it is. It's, it's, it's average. While I did, you know, I do have some, you know, fun mm-hmm. with the movie. It's, it's not one of the best. So it, it's average. So I'm a two okay. and a half also. All right, that works. And now we go to 1974 and director Will Zen's Hot Summer in Barefoot County. In this one, a city cop is sent out to the country to go undercover and bust up a ring of moonshiners run by a woman and her three hot teenage daughters. Uh, so, okay, so... Uh, with uh, with this film, it was initially released as Truckin' Man. Uh, uh, no, actually, I'm, I apologize. But it was released on a double feature uh, with a film uh, called Trucker's Woman that I think was also released as Trucker Man, uh, Truckin' Man, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, this is the one I don't really remember too well. I'd imagine I did see it, uh, but uh, it kind of becomes apparent watching it why I wouldn't uh, remember this one uh, too well. So you never quite know what the tone's going to be. I mean, exploitation kind of covers a wide variety uh, of things. Like I said, there's some great action films that fall under that banner of, of exploitation. I really, more than anything, had a a lot of those sort of grindhouse softcore films like Country Cousins and Dirty Mind of Young Sally and films like that uh, that I do encourage you to seek out. In fact, that would be something maybe we'll do on Flesh Wound After Dark at some point because don't get the don't hear those talked about much uh, either. And so, yes, uh, so this one's kind of a slog. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. We kind of open up with the 
a car chase with Moonshiner, Mary Ann being chased by Sheriff Bull, uh, who, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this one's kind of more. So he he kind of infiltrates the family, uh, and it's more of a, a romance than anything. Uh, this one kind of has the the typical like love montage uh, stuff. It's got the Pink Panther knockoff music. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the humor just doesn't connect with me. But again, this is a very different time. So, uh, and even some of the films I referenced had a lot of cornball humor. I did think it was funny uh, when. Uh, Deputy Clyde ran out of the barn screaming. They're they're trying to, you know, army sheriff. They're trying to army. <laughs> uh, that part did make me kind of chuckle. There, there's a couple moments that were again more amusing than laugh out loud funny. And for you sex comedy people, the the nudity is very light on this you get some very very brief blink and you miss it sort of partial nudity so not one for not not ones for the not one for the fans of the erotic because that that content really is not not here um but refer to the films that i mentioned before if you want that um yeah i mean every, everything unfolds as you'd expect Guy gets girl, guy loses girl, guy gets her back. <laughs> like spoiler alert. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot to this one. It, it it's not particularly funny. Uh, any like action elements are barely there. It, it's just it's a slog. I didn't like this one. But how about you, Todd? Yeah, this is definitely the the turd of the of the three on the disc. Um and. Uh, when I picked, you know, when it for originally came out, this was the one I di- was unaware of also. I'd seen Ellie and I'd seen Preacher Man from the VHS era. Mm-hmm. And this one I, I had not until the disc. And re-watching it just recently doesn't do it any favors. And unfortunately, it's one that's just just a miss for me. Yeah. Yeah, no. Th- this was one of those ones that I think you can skip unless or just really uh really really looking for a deep dive into the exploitation genre i also you know i mentioned some of those great trucker movies i highly recommend i mean this is a bigger film uh one that i always loved was convoy the sam peckinpah film mm. with uh, chris christopherson and ernest borgnine yeah. uh that that one's somewhat fairly well known but since i referenced like the trucker uh genre of action films that were so popular check out convoy if you haven't it's easy to get a hold of and it's a great movie so there you go some trucking action movies and some exploitation softcore uh this this one i don't mean to be mean but uh, i mean it's not for me maybe there's a small audience still for it, but I, I'm a half a star. I did not like Hot Summer in Barefoot County. I'm a little less mean than Dan, but I'm only a one. 
Okay. Yeah, this is kind of like I don't think I ever need to watch it again <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. All right. So, now we travel to the 80s, uh, 1984. Director Peter Whitman. And this is Ellie. Set in the backwoods of the Deep South, young, beautiful Ellie has just witnessed the murder of her father at the hands of her evil stepmother, Cora, and Cora's three lecherous sons, all hoping to get their hands on Ellie's father's money. Vowing to avenge her father's death, Ellie plots to do in the murderers using the only weapon she has, her hat buddy. All right, so... Um, I think this one is unique because it's a sex comedy that predicted the uh, the the stepsister phenomenon. Oh no, I'm <laughs> stuck under this table. Uh, you know that's so popular on the hub. This this is uh, what's the hub, Dan? What hub are you talking about? The the uh, the 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 P hub, Tad. <laughs> I don't know what you're the talking P-hub. about. hub. The P hub. You know that big famous one. There's also the the X hamster and the X videos and wait, wait. So, so you didn't want to say? Oh, it's because you don't want to say that word. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a, a as Woody Harrelson would say, that's a YouTube boo boo word. So I'm trying not to say it. Why Thank would you, Woody can't. Harrelson, say that? Champions, Todd. Oh, that's right. Sorry, yes. the first the first champions reference of our shows. It's a boo boo word. Yes. Uh, so, so this one I think is a little bit easier to recognize uh, or to recognize, to recommend. Todd threw me off with the hub talk. Dirty mind. Uh, so it's 1984. This feels like a little bit more of a traditional sex comedy while still absolutely falling under the exploitation genre. This director did also make another film that was a trauma p- uh, pickup. Play Dead with the Von DiCarlo, the Rottweiler film that Vinegar Syndrome did put out on Blu-ray, so you can go check that out if you haven't. Um, so uh, this also has some big-time stars. The bit, well, the big one being Shelley Winters is Cora Jackson, getting towards the the twilight of her career at this point, and uh, so. I will say this is another one at times that feels a little more amusing than laugh out loud funny, but I did have a good time with it. Uh, Shelley Winters was one of those actresses. Of course, she was huge. She did some, you know, lesser B movies uh, like this one, but she always sort of nailed her part. She's always one of those people that was compelling, irregardless of the movie. And this is no, uh, uh, no exception. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so we kind of follow these perv, uh, these perv sons. Uh, there's a photographer, voyeur, who's trying desperately to snap photos uh, of Ellie through the beginning. Uh, we uh, we we get to see you know Shelley Winters concoct this plan to take out the dad. And then it's kind of like a comedic revenge film. She slowly whittles down Shelley Winters' family. And like I said, 
I can't say this is one that, that, that really made me bust a gut, but I still had a good time with it. It kind of flew by. I enjoyed it. Uh, you have the one creepy son who want, wants to also take pictures of his mom's feet. That might have been something that they also predicted for the for the P-Hub, Ted. And <laughs> P- uh, P-Hub sounds like a very specific section for R. Kelly. This is true. There might actually be a P-Hub. I feel like there probably would be. And I don't recommend you go check it out. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so this one does have some of the more standard sex comedy tropes. Uh, you do get some nudity. Although, again, it, it's it's full nudity, but it's kind of brief. It's not, once again, something that I'd recommend if you're just looking for those kind of thrills. Uh There are multiple, uh, granite played for laughs, but there are multiple assault attempts in this movie, so it's not aged very well. And, uh, but yeah, I did kind of enjoy this sort of slow build to her getting her revenge, how she managed to take out these different guys, these different horny guys. Uh, who probably catch on way, way, way too late. But uh, this is, if you're only going to watch one, I think this is your best shot. Yep. What, what say you, Todd? Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's basically where I was going to go with. I mean, <clears throat> this one has the most universal appeal of of them. Mm-hmm. While it still gets the spirit of the, the exploitation, I think... <clears throat> A general audience <clears throat> might be able to have a good time with this one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's easy to recommend. And uh, I should also say Sheila Ken- Sheila Kennedy, who plays Ellie Jackson in this, was the a penthouse pet of the month back in 1981. Uh, and, and more importantly was also in, the year before, directed by Lloyd Kaufman, Troma's The First Turn On. Yes, yes. I was, all, I was. I thought you were going to go with Spring Break from 83. Oh, come on. Uh, you know I'm going with uh, Troma first. <laughs> not exactly a long career. I think she was only in a handful of movies, but uh, she also was in National Lampoon's European Vacation as well, so... Uh, yeah, I, I think she was one of the uh, hostesses on the game show. Yes, yeah, a blinking uh, so, you miss it cameo, but yes. <laughs> but hey, you were in European vacation, so that's pretty damn cool. Uh, so, Not as cool uh, as uh, the first turn on, but yes. She's pretty fucking beautiful. I'd like to see like a new interview with her. Maybe Vinegar Syndrome puts this out and just to catch up with uh, with Sheila today. That'd be really interesting. Uh, if you're a fan of Shelly Winters and you haven't watched this, I absolutely recommend it. She gets a lot of uh, fun stuff to do in this movie. Not a classic. I don't think it's going to be anybody's favorite sex comedy, but I, I do think that you'll enjoy it. A little bit too much country music for my tastes. Uh, that That is one thing, like, Obviously, again, it's exploitation. I I really don't like country music. 
I've tried and I just can't get into it. But I figured that would be more of an issue for you with these films. I could tune out shitty music like that. Yeah. Maybe you can redub it with gangster rap. <laughs> might, might be kind of interesting seeing, uh, you know, Ellie getting chased around by these horny stepbrothers to NWA. <laughs> See, I figured you'd go with Ice T. There you go. We pitched it the Tad Cut. <laughs> uh, so this one, I give it a three. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with this. And it, it made up for that last one, which was, it was like, it was a busy week for movies for me. And like, that was like, for some reason, sometimes it's just totally random. It was at the bottom of the stack and it was the last thing I watched. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so, so at least I had this. Uh, so three stars. for me. I, Yeah, this one, I'm also three. I'm dead on on this one with you. Sweet, sweet. And if you'd like, once again, double it up with the director's Play Dead, which is on Blu-ray from Troma. And and if you want a triple, throw on uh, the first turn on, also on Blu-ray from yes, Troma. Yes, yes. And for any of you listening to this later, please leave your thoughts on any of these movies. Uh, and and any, re- any requests of any Troma movies you want us to talk Absolutely. And anything that uh, you're into as far as exploitation, or we brought up some of those great trucker action films, which had a really good run. Uh, a lot of them are pretty well represented on Blu-ray as well. But uh, look out uh, for Country Cousins. It's also it's a double feature from something weird with Midnight Plowboy. Uh, I'm a big Renee Bond guy. I'm also a big Harry Novak guy. So that's well worth picking up. I'm hoping uh, Agfa maybe puts out a Blu-ray of those. I would love to see it. And I do have an affinity for this little subgenre. So I don't know that we gave you the the best examples tonight of exploitation, but you got some more rare ones. Nobody talks about it. So we hope you enjoyed the show. On that note guys check out our very active discord all that good stuff patreon.com slash flesh wound features and we will see you here next time good night good evening